what up everybody we're back with another episode of big 10 coast to coast it's your boy it right along with matt lucas what's up man what's up what's up yeah we were just just talking about my broken elbow and uh me downloading call of duty but uh how are things to you Ant? You know what? It's all good, man. It's it's all good. Um, you know, just just staying ridiculously busy and just 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 always on the move. And I just realized that there are games being played right now. And it's like twelve o'clock. Utah Washington State is halftime on a Thursday night, and I had no clue. Like that would be terrible. Who's up in that like, game? Utah's up by seven. At Washington State. Oh, um, Washington State's good. So, maybe Wisconsin. Washington State's all right, right, man. Washington State's all right. Yeah. They're all right. Um, NC State, um, they, they they had to come back to beat Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is now 2-6. and six. I doubt that they're going to be bowl eligible. Um, and NC State's a top 25 team, technically still. So, they, they escaped with a one-point win. Then you got, you got Utah. And then I'm pretty sure there's other games too tonight. Those, those are just the ranked ones. Uh, Southern Miss beat Louisiana. Yeah. There's a couple games on tomorrow as well. But but it's all good though. It's all good though. Um, let's look at let's look at um, let's look at this upcoming this upcoming slate. This upcoming Big Ten slate. You have. You know, I I think we've got some pretty good games, bro. Got some pretty good games coming up. You think so? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Got some pretty good games. We got uh, starting on Saturday at Big Fox Big Noon Saturday again. Got Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State, fifteen and a half over under sixty one at Penn State. Ohio State is number two in the country, seven and zero. Penn State is number 13 in the country, 6-1. and one. Now, remember, these are the final games before uh, the first CFP rankings. I believe those come out the first week in November. Yep. Um, Next Tuesday. That should be interesting. And that usually comes out, like, in between, like, two other games, like the NBA or something like that goes on with, where they'll, like, do that, like, right in between the games. Um, <clears throat> 15 and a half. How, how do you feel about that game? Cloudy, 49 degrees. I feel like cloudy, 49 degrees. I feel like that's going to be a bigger romp than 15 and a half, honestly. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, I just, I think that Ohio State and Michigan are like on par with each other. Maybe I think Ohio State might be a little bit better than Michigan. And you kind of saw how Penn State just could not do anything on offense against Michigan. I think they'll be able to do a little bit on offense against Ohio State. But I have a feeling that Ohio State, back at full power, I believe, too. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba was back last week. And yeah. uh, Mayan Williams should be back for this game as, as well. Um, like, I, I have a feeling that this is just prime for Ohio State's got everybody back. They're clicking on all cylinders. Like this is the 35-14 game, kind of 42-14 game written all over it. Um, Bro, 
Man, I I don't see that. I don't see that. I think I think Penn State covers. I think Penn State mm-hmm. covers. The goat, the goat pulls one out here. Yeah, man, your uh, your mic is kind of muffled too. By the way, I'm not sure what goat that is. Is it really? Well, now you're good. I don't know. It sounds like you're no longer. I don't under, know what I just did under, under a pillow. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. No, nah, man, it's all good. But uh, um. The GOAT plays Ohio State very well, year in and year out. That is true. That's true. Like they play but I feel like this Ohio State team – this Ohio State team is just a little bit different, though. Like, most Ohio State teams, yes, they've been, like, pretty dynamic in the last couple of years. I just feel like this team especially, if they need to win by running the ball, they'll run the ball. If they need to win by passing the ball, they'll pass the ball. If they can do both, they're just going to score a billion points. Um, I do think this is probably – I think Ohio State not probably has the best offense in the country. So um, – and we saw kind of how Michigan – or Michigan kind of had their way with Penn State's defense. They got to do whatever they really wanted to. They ran – well, they ran for like 300, 400 yards, right, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Uh, like I yeah. I don't think I, – I mean, even, they'll have the home buff. They'll play a little bit better because they're at home. But I still don't think that really negates what Ohio State's actually going to do. I just, I just don't see them winning by sixteen plus. Like the last time they played, it was a nine-point game. Before that, it was thirteen. Before that, it was eleven. Before that, it was one. Before that, it was. Before that, it was one again. Before that, Penn State won. I mean, they just—it's just something about—it's just something about that game where, like, some coaches just know how to, just know how to just compete every single year against a certain team, like no matter how good they are. And I do still mm. think that Penn State yeah. does have, you know, they do have good talent and they do have high-level athletes. And um, and they always get up for this game and they always have pretty good game plan, um, not necessarily winning every time, but they put themselves in a position uh, to win in the fourth quarter every year since since 2016. Like, they've they've been in a position to win have they been able to finish out the game? No, they haven't. But, but they've no. they've put themselves in an area to where, hey, if a couple plays bounce their way, just like if those couple plays happen that that happened against Michigan happened in the fourth quarter, they're they end up winning, right? The ball bounces off a couple helmets, pick six, boom, little read option, and runs yeah. sixty yards. Two big plays that can result in 10 to 14 points. If you're down by five or six, that's a W, you know? So they 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 find ways to keep it close for the first three quarters. Then that last quarter is all about, hey, you know, like, hey, who are you as a team? What's your culture like? Um, and Penn State hasn't been able to get over the hump here. Um, but I could definitely see them. I could definitely see them in a situation where they're even leading in the fourth and you know, with the with the a chance to win the game, and 
I won't be surprised if Ohio State makes some makes some plays and ends up winning. Um, but I just it's really hard for me to see them to just you know like lose by like sixteen plus. I don't know. I, I just feel like I mean my my read on Penn State is this like it's like a boxing analogy. Um like Penn State's more of like a power puncher. Like they're going for a knockout. Um and if that punch doesn't land, then they are open. Um not only have they not done anything, they are they get just completely wiped. Um yeah. and and I feel like, you know, you've seen that, right? Penn State when they went to Auburn, just they threw up that haymaker, it connected. Auburn just couldn't get off the mat right, that entire game, and you look at all the other games that they've played, they even had, like, quarters where they, they just stunk it up. They still – they always throw that haymaker. They tried to against Michigan, but Michigan didn't get knocked down. Right? They went up 14 to 10 or whatever it was um, early. They tried to throw that haymaker, and Michigan was like, mm, not today, and uh, came back and just completely dominated <laughs> that game. And I, I have a feeling that Ohio State's kind of built in the same way. They'll probably go down in the early in the game. But I, Ohio State's, I don't even think, going to, like, you know, be a little bit scared at all. Like, they're not even going to feel a little jittery at all. Like, they're just going to be like, okay, let's go execute. Like, we just if we just execute, we beat them by, by 20. So, um, I, I do think they cover. Uh, and I, I, I think it would be a little bit different again if they played at night. And again, a lot of these, a lot of these Penn State Ohio State games have actually been played like right at like the eight o'clock window. Yeah. Um, and I think a noon game actually favors again Ohio State. The crowd won't be as crazy, um, and uh, you know some people will probably be missing because they get too drunk at the tailgates. So um, that's fair. I think Ohio State beats them by more than 15. Uh, the next game up on, on the slate is Rutgers-Minnesota. Um, I've been high on Minnesota all year, and they have let me down repeatedly. So, they have. They really have. I I, I think they're – well, Minnesota's favored by 14. The over-under is 40 and a half. I think Rutgers covers this. I'm, I'm, I'm getting off the Minnesota train. I'm stop, I'm not rowing the boat anymore. Um, get me – get me – the heck away from Minnesota. Um, I, I think Rutgers. You know what, man? Rutgers. You know what, man? Rutgers is, you know, this is their, I think they're smelling like, look, if they're going to become bowl eligible, I think they need this game. And I think they know that they need this yep. game. Um, if they could get this win here, if they could get this win here, who do they have left that's possible? They have Michigan State. And they have one, one other team. Michigan State, Maryland. Yeah, they're, Michigan State, but they're Maryland. both they're both uh, away games. They're they're remaining both away games. Yeah. Remaining home games are against Penn State and Michigan, which they're not going to win. So, yeah, and that's and, and that's just tough. But but if you're looking at them to get to a bowl, they need this one because it's going to be very hard, in my opinion, for them to beat a Maryland team. Um, but if they can get this one. They got a shot to go six and six. They have a really good shot to go six and six. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I just I'm feel so bad for Ibrahim, uh, Minnesota's running back, because he's such a good player and he's just at like they've just been underperforming, and and it's really not his fault. He's been dealing with injuries as well. 
it just kind of sucks, right? Because this Minnesota team, I feel like, could have done something really fun in the West, which they could have been yeah. a third team that's kind of competing for that spot, and they, they've they just stunk it up for the last couple of weeks. So um, give me Rutgers covering. I still think Minnesota will probably win because it's in Minnesota, but I don't think they're going to cover two touchdowns that much. I can – yeah. Yeah, it, and Rutgers plays really hard, too. If you play very hard, uh, you find yourself maybe making some plays that you may, maybe shouldn't. Um, I guess yeah. I could see them covering as well, especially because Tanner Morgan st- is uh, still out, right? I believe so, yes. Is it the freshman? So, like, I believe that was Tanner Morgan's yeah. first game that he hasn't played in, like, 45 or 46 games straight, which is ridiculous. It's absurd. That is absurd. Absurd. Yeah. So, all right. So you got over under 40 and a half. Like, this is a game that, like, like, pro, like if I was a better, I probably wouldn't even touch. And I just have fun and just watch it and just, and just call it a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you feel about Illinois and Nebraska? Do you feel that this game is a little bit trappy for Illinois? Absolutely. Um, I think you talked about it last week. You, I think you said you think Nebraska is going to beat Illinois here, or they'll give them a game. I think is what you said. Um, did I say that? Yeah, I think you did say that. That you know, like the, that's spooky for Illinois, right? Like trap game feel. Um, yeah. And I think it is pretty spooky, but I think Illinois got a nice like break. Right? They got lucky that's on ABC at the three thirty slot. Like the players are going to be a lot, a lot more pumped up for this game than they would normally be. Especially since it's one is Nebraska; they're kind of mid. Um, you know, you're the ranked team coming in. You feel like you should beat them. Don't underestimate them. But then you have your entire family watching on ABC national television, right? Like <laughs> your your high school showing the game, right? Like I feel like for Illinois, it's kind of like. It'd be a huge letdown if they went into Nebraska and lost this. And I feel like a lot of the things are pointing towards them um, taking care of business. Now, taking care of business might mean this still is a close game. I think Nebraska has the offensive weapons to kind of keep them hanging around. Um, And especially that crowd in Lincoln is going to be crazy because there's nothing else to do in Lincoln. Um, But uh, I I do feel like Illinois pulls this out in the end. They're just a better team. There's a they're built better. They execute better. They have a better head coach. Um, and and Chase Brown's one of the top three best running backs in the country. So um, I like Illinois in this one. They're favored by seven and a half. Um, yeah. If I'm a better, I'm actually taking the over on that one. I'm taking them to cover. Like seven and a half is just weird. That's just a weird line. Um, yeah. You know, it, there's a lot of things that can break a certain way. You just kind of when they're up a touchdown. I would always bet over seven and a half. <laughs> so I do think that because this game is on ABC, I think the team that's ranked has more to lose and they can play a little bit tighter. And has Illinois been in this situation before? Have they? Mm-hmm. You know, Last week they were in the situation, right? Were they in the situation last week? But that was at home though, right? Yeah, it was last week at home, but like that was supposed to be their big game. Minnesota was supposed to come in and and be that team that was challenging. 
and they didn't do that. And they went to Wisconsin and, and blew the doors off of Wisconsin as well. So also true. I I really do think that you know this Illinois team like defense travels right, and Illinois is built on defense and running the ball, um, and that's something Nebraska really struggles with as well as is defending the run. So. I just feel like this team, even if they play down, right, and, and and they play tight, like you say, I still feel like their their recipe for success is going to allow them to be um, not only just competitive, but just allow them to to scape out this game, even if they don't play. I'm with you there. I do see. I can see. I can see Illinois covering. And the main reason is because it could be very shootouty. Yeah, I can see that. But I still feel like um, Illinois' defense is going to make more plays at the end of the day. Like, True. I, I just I feel like they, they just as a unit, they're solid. You know what you're going to get from them. They're very respectable. They're disciplined. Like, I, I just feel like uh, Nebraska is like that – that team that likes to go guns a blazing and take some chances. Um, and you don't really want to do that against a team. Again, that's just so as disciplined as Illinois is. Cause the more chances you take, of course you, you're going to ex- expose yourself to more mistakes, expose yourself to some more turnovers and loss of field position. And like, this could be like a game where like, like you kind of have uh, like a team like Iowa takes full advantage right? Where like, Hey, you're going to get some turnovers. You're going to flip the field. This feels like a game where, where Nebraska can, Nebraska can get their wheels blown off in this game pretty easily. Um, Let me see. Cause Nebraska. Yeah. They're coming off a tough loss at Purdue. Yes, they had a very close game at Purdue. Probably, again, should have won it or at least kept it, you know, in their hands and they kind of threw it away at the end. So, again, Nebraska doing Nebraska. After a bye. Yeah. After a bye, yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I, I just feel like I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if one of two things happened. Either this is close, Nebraska plays up to their competition and it kind of – ends up being this like all-time classic kind of game on ABC because it's just like two teams yeah. with a little bit of opposing styles just kind of going at it. Or Nebraska just lays down and rolls over at the, the first, you know, at the end of the first quarter after, you know, uh, Chase Brown has two touchdowns. Um, and, and it just kind of ends up being a blowout. So it's going to be either like close or a blowout. But I, I feel like it's either – Either way that game goes and either of those outcomes, right, it's both of them end up being an Illinois win. I, I'm fairly comfortable in that. And also, I mean, if you're Nebraska, you're looking at – if you just take care of home, you're bowl eligible without a head coach, which would be a huge win for them. Huge win. Yeah, that would be. That would be, but I, I don't see that happening. <laughs> All right. Now, for probably the worst game – of the of the slate, Northwestern, the Northwestern Iowa, um, over under thirty seven and a half. I don't think there was a number low enough that they could make that you would take the under on. That like you would take the over on. Like over under could be like 
17 and you'd be like, ooh. Uh. The only way this game could get worse, and yeah. is if you added Indiana instead of Iowa. I is the only way this game could be worse. This this is two really bad football teams playing each other right here. Um, and neither of them like to play offense. And neither of well, one of them has a pretty good defense. So I actually do think that Iowa favored by 11 makes sense, even though I don't see Iowa being able to score more than like 15 points on offense. But I don't think that matters. Like I think Northwestern is bad enough. They'll probably throw like a pick six, maybe a special teams play by Iowa. Um, and Iowa will probably get out of Evanston or sorry, they're in Iowa city. They'll probably win at home here against Northwestern. But um, I, I just, I can't help but think like that Iowa fans are going to be kind of upset that they even win this game. <laughs> right? Like they just right. want, I feel like at the end of the day, like your team is playing this bad and this poorly and it's being mocked on a national stage. You'd rather them just to continue losing. So, and I think they're going to. Um, I think they're going to start Brendan Sullivan, hopefully at quarterback. Northwestern is it a Petrus? Oh, or, or Northwestern? Oh, that's your guy. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. So, you know, he had a. Um, oh, hopefully, he know, doesn't throw a pick six. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm sitting here like, oh no. Oh no! Please don't throw a pick six. But I mean, he had um, you know, he played. I believe he started. He started last game against Maryland, and like they they scored twenty four points, which is the most points that they've scored against a Power Five team since they were in Ireland. Literally, because um, they lost to yeah. Duke, scored twenty three. Lost to yep. Southern Illinois, scored 24. Miami, Ohio, 14. <laughs> like, at Penn State, 7. Wisconsin, 7. Then they go to Maryland and put up 24. I think, you know, I think it's kind of his team now, man. Maybe it's his team now. Uh, I do think it's kind of his team. And also, um, I mean, it's kind of going to be tough, though, because Kinnick and that defense – It'd be a real test for him, but if he can if he can play well in that game, um, and, and show some things like I, I clearly the job is his, right? So because uh, Helinski yeah. was doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely nothing. But look, man, he's you know like we've we've had to like fight parents in the hood before, bro. Like like <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth is not going to be scary for him. No, okay. Okay. Kenny is not going to be scared, man. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I hope he goes nuts. I hope he goes crazy. Um, we're rooting for him to do well. But that's that's pretty much all I can really say about this Northwestern Iowa game. It's just not a good game. This is not yeah. a good game, bro. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't even want to bet on this game. Like, I feel like there's just. I feel like I would say normally if I was like trying to be unbiased, I say like take the under. But like I, I can't even say that because this could be just pure chaos. So I, I don't know. But it should be a fun game to kind of like check on the store, like the score ticker, and see what's going on. <laughs> what are they saying? the The score should be like twenty four, thirteen, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's thirty seven and a half, and they're favored by eleven. It's twenty four, thirteen. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm, that Northwestern over, kind of sexy. Just going to say. I, I would say that they score over 13 points. I would take that. I would take that. Wouldn't you take that? Over That's answer points? No. You wouldn't no. take over? You would say under thir- 13? I mean, it's a way. Um, I know it's your boy, but... You know, I'm betting with my heart right now, not my head. I know you're you're betting with your heart and your head. It's your boy, but, like, that Iowa defense is good. Like, it's really good. And Northwestern <sighs> just doesn't... Don't get the weapons for that. Hey, they got a rifle behind quarterback, so that's all you need, bro. That's all you need. All right, Michigan State, Michigan, before this season, this was chalked up. It's going to be as one of the better better games of the year, but... Michigan State is now three and four, and they are going to the big house seven and zero. And it's a twenty-two and a half point spread over under fifty-five. Weather should be pretty decent. Uh, partly cloudy, fifty-four degrees. I mean, real nice weather. Uh, no BS. Pretty straight, straightforward. How are you feeling about this game? I feel like this is going to be a comfortable Michigan victory. Now, 22 and a half is a lot of points, especially for a rivalry game. Um, yeah. Again, you know, Michigan State is going to see that and, and be pretty mad. However, um, if it's Peyton Thorne trotting out there for Michigan State, I don't really see them doing much on offense, um, especially against Michigan's defense. I feel like Michigan's defense is going to be the best defense that they've played all year. Um, up until now. I think Michigan's defense is better than Ohio State's. Uh, and it's in Ann Arbor. So, again, if this was in East Lansing, I might be like, okay, this might be a little bit closer for game, right? Most of the games seem pretty spooky for Michigan. But I just feel like, again, home field advantage, Ann Arbor, night game, ABC. I just don't see Michigan not being like, let's just kill them. Right, and again, Michigan is going to be thinking about last year's game all week, bro. They're going to be mad about what happened last year in East Lansing because, again, that Michigan team on paper beats that Michigan State team like nine out of ten times. Um, so, I, I think Michigan again, you know, they're going to just throw out Michigan State's record, and they're just going to see them as Michigan State, and and I. I don't think they cover 22 and a half, but I think a 20 point win. Yeah. Yeah. That seems about right. Yeah. This, you know, this game feels like, um, there was a game. It was back in 20, that 2018? Michigan, Michigan State. Or was that 2019? Because there was one game where where Michigan played Michigan State. Is it the O he has the trouble with the snap? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um it might have been 2019. Uh where Michigan won 44 to 10, but they just play like a pissed off teenager that entire game like i remember there was a pick the dude if he really wanted to he could have returned it for a touchdown the pick he dude was returning the ball and then decided to just 
hit this Michigan State player out of bounds and talk junk to him as he's stepping out of bounds, not even caring what's going on on the field. Yeah, you're just playing angry. Yeah, like, like it's like dude was kind of just he was kind of like out of his just out of his mind, and I think it's going to be a game like that. Um, the only way that like Michigan State's not going to blow Michigan out. Um, the only way that Michigan State is, is going to win this game is if they if is if it's close late. That's it. Um, and I just I just don't see it. Uh, I don't think they have. I just don't think they have the weapons uh, on either side. And yeah, twenty two and a half is quite a bit. Especially on defense, they don't got the. Especially on defense, they don't yeah. got the weapons. I mean, they're, they're abysmal on that side of the ball. But they got a couple guys who can like turn the ball over, who can really like rip rip the ball out. They have, they have you know wide you know wide outs on the offensive end where you're, you're going to play jump jump ball the whole game if they really want to. Uh, they have three backs who mm-hmm. who who've all been just pretty okay, but you know. They have three capable backs, like, coming into this year. Like, you have Collins and Broussard, you have Berger. Like, you have you know, three guys who all do something a little bit different. Um, and they haven't really figured out their running back room. But, you know, yeah. this, is game, this is game eight, and they're, they're coming off a of bye week. You know, I fully expect them to, to come in with a really good game plan. And, you know, like, like we'll see how long that, that game plan lasts because – if you're a really good team and a team is game planning on you, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like all you need to do is adjust once or twice and they have no answer because they're just not good enough to respond. Right. But right. they're able to kind of hide their gimmick and what they're, and what they're doing. And you're getting into that third quarter and it's still a close game. You can really put some doubt in Michigan's mind. Like, 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 no way that this is happening. You know, now all the pressure's on them type of deal. But um, I just think that, you know, you know, Michigan has to, has to end, has to go, go into these next, what is it, next five games, these next five games and yeah. kind of just take a hold of their season. Uh, you have Michigan State. Then you go. Then you go to Rutgers, Nebraska. Like you should be ten and zero going, going against Illinois, and Illinois should still be a ranked team by then. Um, and your last two games are going to be against what the third and first best team that you're going to play all all season long. So you got to get some good momentum these next three weeks, and you know it starts on the 29th. You know, because like that's like that's like the whole thing. That's the whole thing, and yep. you know, there's a whole like just beat Ohio State thing. If you go into Columbus eleven and one or better, no, I'm sorry, ten and one or, or better, um, the the Big Ten East is on the line. You know, absolutely. I like look like Michigan has again not only all to play for, but all to lose, right? And they need they need to understand that. That responsibility, like, no, they can lose these games. Like, this is a power five football team, right? They, they play like absolute crap. They can lose this game. Um, but it doesn't mean you play tight. 
means clear game, right? And try to make plays when you can. But it also means you, you respect your opponent, right? And yeah. so, again, I, I hope that Harbaugh and the staff, for Michigan State, right, are, are actually respecting Michigan State, which I think they are. Like, again, I, I from everything that I've heard or, or seen, right, like, you know, I've, I know you've heard whispers of, of them taking this game very seriously. Um, yeah. I, I, would, I, would, I would hope so, right, if, if Michigan has any, you know, real, you know, uh, gusto, right, as a football program, they would take this seriously. For sure. I'm with you there. And then you're looking at, you know, where Michigan State is. Michigan State's three and four. You're looking at Rutgers and Indiana. Those are two wins that you need to get at, at home. You got to steal one between Michigan, Illinois, and Penn State. You got to steal one there. Um, and I think, I think playing well against Michigan to where you're going to Illinois, you can steal a win there. Um, and then you can really rattle off three in a row with Illinois, Rutgers, and Indiana before going into Penn State. Um, and upsetting them, you know. So uh, I don't think the season is over yet for Michigan State. They have a really good op- opportunity here to use the Michigan game. Like, hey, they go in and, and win it, they're probably going to be bowl eligible. But if it's a situation where they lose, but they still, you know, but they still fight hard and, and they and they like have – and they're like showing promises on both sides of the ball. I think that's just going to open them up for, you know, um, a pretty decent end to the season. And if they end up winning their bowl game, I mean, like, like they're going to be probably excited because they were what two and four at one point, two and four at one point yep. lost four straight. Like they would 100% take a bowl and end the season at seven and six. You know, absolutely. Uh, like Michigan State again. You know, I, I we, we were in the streams, right? Uh, those Michigan State streams, like pretty depressing, honestly. And you know, especially with the the yeah. the expectations they had going into this year. But you know, they're still all to play for, right? They can still make a bowl game um, and, and and show some level of success for this year. I think it would be a, a gigantic letdown if they just roll over, maybe they win one of the next two, they end up with five wins, and then you're going to, like, a really bad bowl game um, after, like, a 10-win season. Like, I just feel like that's too high and to too low. Like, it's just too hot and cold, right? If you if you end up having a really bad year, you end up seven and five. Like, okay. Are all of a sudden that's respectable, right? Like a seven five season, like yeah, you had a bad year. You still went, you still had a winning season, even if you lose the bowl game. Um, you still ended up winning more games than you lost. And and honestly, like as an Indiana fan, I I, I would beg for that <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm with you there, bro. Uh, is that the last game? Is that it? That is, that is, that's it. Uh, Indiana doesn't play this weekend, thank God. Means I can enjoy college football this weekend. Um, and uh, why yeah, is I mean, Indiana basketball scrimmaging anyone? Who do they think they are? I, I don't know. They do this every year. I, they just, well, I think they just want the extra two games of of home sales, so they do the exhibitions. Oh. Um, because 
again, you have a football program that makes no money. So <laughs> if you have a program that, football program that makes no money, your basketball program better be showing out. And that's true. Like Indiana games, like they make hella money in Indiana games, right? I think that's part of the reason why they even pushed yeah. the, the the, the school pushed for alcohol sales and games, right? Cause they're, they're looking for other avenues to make money as an athletic department so they can go and you know, obviously make good facilities for all the other sports at IU. Um, and they've been through COVID, they were fighting, trying to not drop, they have, you know, we have 24 varsity sports and trying not to, to drop all of them or any of them right during COVID. So they opened up these, these revenue streams Um kind of allow that to happen and i i think like uh, again like for the good of the team would have been nice to scrimmage i don't know dayton yeah that would have been great but um uh, i think the the school just wants the the two games the two home games and, and make people pay full ticket price to watch them beat the crap out of an niia school oh man that's all good I'm right it's okay. I'm paying. At, uh, I'm paying full price on 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 Saturday to go. So <laughs> I'll man. be there. Come on, dog. Man, I'm about to. Uh, I'll be there. I got. Uh, I'm looking at the Ferris State roster right now. They got. Um, yeah. Because yeah, Michigan plays them. Ferris State. Yep, Ferris State. It's a it's a division two. It's in the Gleeck. Yeah. To the young glee, the young glee. The Indiana plays, I believe, Marion. There's a school from Indy. Play Marion. Marion. M A R I O N. I believe so. Division two, yeah. like NAIA. NAIA. Well, it's NAIA is from Indiana. You already know. Hey, better watch out. They got some shooters. They got some shooters. That's for sure. They got some dudes with the uh, with uh, a barn in the back and a, f- a full court in that boy. Yeah, but they can't move, so that's the problem. <laughs> they got slow foot speed. <laughs> they, bro, they got ain't slow foot speed. They ain't got no foot speed. Foot speed. <laughs> no foot speed. Oh man, <sighs> basketball starts next week. I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Kind of excited about that. I can't wait until I, I'm, I'm ready, going. man. Believe is, I swear, Illinois hasn't has a game this weekend. Um, that might be televised, bro. Uh, Illinois basketball school. You think so? Yeah, I think it might be on BTM Plus. I think. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, it's today. They had one today. It's on really? BTM. Yeah, it's on BTM Plus. Quincy Exhibition. You know what, man? I might. Let me see. I might. I might let this. I might try to stream it. I might try to stream it. BTM Plus. That's tough. That's real tough. Yeah, they play exhibition tomorrow. Well, it's actually 12, so it's later on today. So 
That's at 7 p.m. Central. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I want to find a way to watch it. I don't know how I'm, I'm going to, but I'm definitely going to find a way, bro. All right. Let me know if you do. I'll hop in. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm not sure playback. I'm not sure playback can do it. Um, but like, we'll, f- we'll find thing. a way. Yeah. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. You know what? I might attach the Twitter thing to to the podcast Twitter. I might do that. You think so? That ad actually work. I think that'd get people to watch. Yeah, or like even just like follow the account at least. I I think I might do that because I don't think I could risk getting my uh, Twitter shut down right now. So we'll just use that, um, and then I'll try to get some. I'll try to make some connects, and you know, I'll try to stream as many games as I can that are on BTM Plus. We could just hop in there and just kind of kick it and hang out and kick it. Yeah, I'm not sure how we can. Like, if you maybe join Discord. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure. It out. All right, man. I'll holler at you. All right. Later. Adios. See ya.